Hi guys, thanks for having us on the radio. It's a real treat to be here. Coming up, there will be top five artists, conspiracy theories, how much money is too much money, star signs, and COP26. Our first song of the day is Adele, Easy On Me. This song was written by her split between her husband, Simon Kanaki, and was released on the 15th of October this year. Hi everyone, I'm Juliet. 
I'm Abigail. And I'm Keisha. And today, we'll be debunking the top three most mind-blowing, controversial conspiracy theories you've ever heard. Starting off with our first topic, the moon landing. Some people believe that the moon landing was fake, and subsequently, Neil Armstrong never stepped on the moon. Apollo 11 was an international lie. I think we have a lot of proof that it was real. But we also have proof that it was fake. The first reason. Well, first of all, there are no stars in the picture NASA took of the moon landing, which makes no sense. A second reason is that in photos, the Apollo 11 US flag is waving in the wind. But scientific experiments confirm that there's no wind on the moon. Another reason is that the shadows in the moon landing photos prove the images were fake. The sun is the only light source on the moon, so Neil Armstrong and the flag shadows should be parallel. Any person with a good eyesight could see that. Others and scientists try to prove that the moon landing was definitely real. Well, as a first reason, we have photographic evidence. Surely that would be too difficult to act out. And why would they lie to the world? Reason two. Even with a powerful amateur telescope, you could see the debris left by the Apollo missions. How could that possibly be fake? The last reason would be that astronauts brought back materials and rocks from the moon's surface, which is why we are more advanced in this part of science. They didn't get their research from fake rocks. So, do you guys think it's real or fake? I think it's real. We have more evidence that's right than it being fake. I agree with you. I think it would be too coincidental otherwise. Like we brought some pieces of the moon back. You definitely can't deny that. But, I don't know, there's lots of evidence on both sides. Well, this is kind of controversial. The shadows being wrong does seem a bit off. And so does the flag moving if there's no wind. But the video seems so real, I can't tell if it's true or not. Maybe America faked it to win the space race. That would be unfair if it wasn't true, because other astronauts could have gotten credit for it then. Ah well. Moving on to the second most mind-blowing controversial conspiracy theory. The Bermuda Triangle. Oh yeah, which one is already? The Bermuda Triangle is also known as the Devil's Triangle. It's located in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean, where multiple aircrafts and ships have mysteriously disappeared over many years. I don't know, that sounds a little suspicious to me. More than 50 ships and 20 planes have bizarrely disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle. Something fishy is going on here. But it could also be a coincidence. Maybe all those ships and planes had problems before they left. There's so many other more logical reasons. It could be pirates, a dangerous sea creature, or even some people even think it's aliens. There's also many scientific theories as well, such as the Bermuda Triangle might be home to a large-scale magnetic anomaly. Or it could even be due to massive bubble released from undersea methane deposits, or even just because of rogue waves. But it's probably more likely to be sea creatures. I mean, what about the Loch Ness Monster? Nessie? No, I mean like krakens or something. Or it could be aliens. Oh, so like in Area 51. This brings us on to our last mind-blowing, controversial conspiracy theory. Area 51. Area 51 is a U.S. Air Force military facility in Nevada. It's not accessible to the public and employees have to take an airplane to get there. However, it has spawned more conspiracy theories than any other military facility in the world. Seems pretty cool, not gonna lie. Many people have reported seeing UFOs in Area 51. Aliens. It's crazy. In 1989, a man named Robert Lazar claims he worked on extraterrestrial technology inside Area 51. He said that he saw autopsy photographs of aliens inside the facility and that the U.S. government used the facility to examine recovered alien spacecraft. Really? I wonder if he's telling the truth or not. Why would he be making stuff up about aliens, though? There's not much point. Well, according to the CIA, test flights of military aircraft account for many of the UFO sightings in the area. There's no actual evidence of extraterrestrial contact at Area 51 or anywhere else. 
So do you really believe that Area 51 is a cover for alien research? Even though that would be pretty cool, I don't think it's true. Same. I think it's a fraud. Maybe one day scientists will be able to prove it. Maybe. Anyways, that'll be it from us for today. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. Thanks, guys. Hopefully you all enjoyed. Wow, there really are some strange ideas going around. Anyways, our next song up is These That Are Open by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. They released this song on March 5th, 2021, and it has been a great hit ever since.
Hi everyone, I'm Lucy and this is I am Prachi. We're here today not with a topic but with a controversial question. How much money is too much money? This question has been tossed around in the media for decades with varying answers. People sometimes relate it to the outrage at how out of touch an obnoxiously wealthy person is in comparison to the rest of the world. And by obnoxiously wealthy, we don't mean the people who own sports cars or mansions. We mean the people who spend $5.5 billion to spend 11 minutes in space as a leisurely activity on a Tuesday afternoon. I think that it's important to note that we don't have the right to make statements about what billionaires can and can't put their money towards. Majority of the time, the money is rightfully theirs and it's their choice on how to invest it. But there is a group of people who are rich due to unethical practices, choosing not to give back to the economy and disrupt the circular flow of income. These people are going to be our main focus today. This is now becoming a problem. It's becoming an absurdity. The ultra-rich are able to evade tax, all while with excessive amounts of wealth. While a large chunk of the population suffers. Figures prove that the wealthiest got away with not paying 160 billion taxes every year. It's a system that's not working for us. It's working for the elite. And this isn't being talked about enough. You know what quote fits in perfectly with the situation? The one from Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. That's fitting towards our argument. Whether we like it or not, money does make the world go round, and billionaires indirectly hold power in the society. But when they abuse and exploit this power, it's simply just not fair. Here's some stats to really put it in perspective. There are $40 trillion in circulation in the world's economy as of July 2021, and the top 10 richest people in the world own 3% of that money, $1.3 trillion in total. For example, in America, the top 1% being wealthy individuals have more money than the entire middle class combined. The middle class own 26.6% of the nation's wealth. Meanwhile, the top 1% wealthiest control 27%. Now, a huge aid towards these figures is the pandemic. As of August, on average, billionaires got 62% richer, whereas ordinary people simply got poorer. It's essentially a transfer of wealth. We all have a part to play when it comes to various world issues. But because these billionaires are so rich, they have a greater opportunity to power change. Climate change, for example, could be halted with $300 billion, a small figure in comparison to the combined $1.3 trillion the top 3% own. World hunger, global poverty, homelessness and healthcare, all major crises that these people can make a significant improvement towards. We know that there are other factors, and we aren't suggesting that billionaires are the answer to all world problems. Governments, institutions, and corporations, even ourselves, play a role. Exactly. We're choosing to focus on the multi-billionaires today, specifically those who don't give back enough. These facts, they aren't just numbers, but real people. Real problems with tangible solutions. The impact that they can make shouldn't only be through their companies and research, but by helping those in need. So to come back to our initial question, how much money is too much? Maybe it's not a number, but rather a state of mind. Maybe it's when you can see problems and have the resources to solve them, but you choose not to. Exactly. It's when the world is dying, the people are starving, and you turn a blind eye. Yeah, it's when, as an individual, you have the power to literally change the world and decide not to. That's when you have too much money. Thanks, guys. It's crazy how much money people have and what they can do with it. Our next song is Style by Taylor Swift. She released this song all the way back in 2014. She wrote the song reflecting on her relationship with Harry Styles. Even listening to it, you know it's about him. i 
My name is Kira, and this is Abby, Rachel and Clara. Today we're going to be talking about star signs and what, look, what to look forward to in the year ahead. There are 12 star signs in four categories, air, fire, water and earth. The three water signs are Cancer, Scorpio and Pisces. The fire signs are Aries, Libra and Sagittarius. The earth signs are Taurus, Virgo and Capricorn. And lastly, the air signs are Gemini, Libra and Aquarius. So what are star signs and where do they come from? Star signs are also known as zodiac or astrological signs. Astrology is the study of the supposed influences of the stars and planets on people's lives and behaviours. The Babylonians were the first people to invent star signs when they divided the celestial line, also known as the zodiac, into 12 equal parts to represent the 12 months of each year. Each star sign represents different inanimate and living things. Aries is the ram, Taurus is the bull, Geminis are twins, Cancer is the crab, Leo is the lion... Virgo is the goddess, Libras are represented by the scales, Scorpio is the scorpion, Sagittarius is the centaur archer, Capricorn is the seagoat, Aquarius is the water bearer, and Pisces is represented by the fish. People claim their star signs describe their personality perfectly, although scientific testing has found no evidence to support star signs. If you would like to know which astrological sign you have and some common characteristics you may possess, you can listen to this next part. If you are born between the 22nd of December and the 19th of January, then you are Capricorn. Capricorns are normally ambitious and persistent, with skills to navigate both material and emotional realms. If you are born between the 20th of January and the 18th of February, then you are an Aquarius. Aquarians are typically very self-reliant and optimistic. If you are born between the 19th of February and the 20th of March, then you are Pisces. If you are a Pisces, you are most likely very emotionally aware and sensitive. If you are born between the 21st of March and the 19th of April, then you are an Aries. Aries are bold and adventurous, along with having a very self-assertive personality. If you're born between the 20th of April and the 20th of May, then you're a Taurus. Taurians are diligent laborers and have a more relaxed personality. If you're born between the 21st of May and the 21st of June, then you're a Gemini. Geminis are typically very extroverted and clever. 
If you're born between the 22nd of June and the 22nd of July, you're a Cancer. Cancers are fiercely loyal and protective with an, with an ability to pick up on people's energies. If you're born between the 23rd of July and the 20 <laughs> 22nd of August, then you're a Leo. If you're a Leo, you're more than likely a bit vivacious, theatrical and passionate. Leos love to bask in the spotlight and celebrate themselves. If you're born between the 23rd of August and the 22nd of September, then you're a Virgo. Virgos are logical, practical and systematic in their approach to life. If you're born between the 23rd of September and the 23rd of October, then you're a Libra. Libras are obsessed with symmetry and strive to create equilibrium in all areas of their lives, but they are very friendly and extroverted people. If you're born between the 24th of October and the 21st of November, then you're a Scorpio. Scorpios are very determined and passionate people, but are very brave in their actions. If you're born between the 22nd of November and the 21st of December, then you're a Sagittarius. A Sagittarius values independence and the ability to do what they want when they want. They are adventurers, risk takers, and have a sharp business and sports mentality. Now let's say what your prophecy is for the next year based on your star sign. Capricorn, in the next year, you'll be lucky with the chances that you take and you will gain wealth. Aquarius, you will have an okay year with, and you will face lots of challenges and opportunities. Pisces, you will go through major personal development and changes. Your surroundings will also change and your position in your family and society will change as well. Aries, you will have lots of up and downs very suddenly at the start of the year. Taurus, you should focus on your life and work, pay attention to your choices, then you'll have great fortune in your life with wealth and family. Gemini, you'll come across different elegant people and dynamics and take care of your social settings. Some drama is coming for you and you will need to think wise, wisely in situations. Cancer, you will go through some complicated situations this year, but you will come out of it fine. You will gain experience in them and it will be rewarding in the long run. Leo, luck is in your favour for the next year. You're on the way to achieving your goals in life. Virgo, you will go through personality improvements and changes. Slowly but surely, you're going to change positions in your family and society. Libra, you're going to have many confusing moments this year, but you will, and you will not know how to react to them. Stay peaceful with yourself and your decisions. Control your anger. Scorpio, you will develop skills and your focus will improve. This will help you reach your personal goals. Sagittarius, you will receive money to burn. Your, son, your standard of living is going to increase significantly. You will, ha you will however, be under a lot of stress. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Wow, I never really realised how much information there was just because of the day you were born. Next up, we have Jealous by Nick Jonas. This song was also wrote back way in 2014. Nick wrote this song about uh, a night out with his girlfriend at the time, Olivia Culpo. Yeah. 
Such a bar. And yeah, so we're, I'm Julia. I'm Rebecca. And we're going to talk about COP26, which is on over in Glasgow this week. So it started on the 31st of October and it's on until the 12th of November. So like world leaders all gather. COP26 stands for a coalition of parties and it's a UN meeting where world leaders uh, like business owners and climate, climate activists are meeting to discuss and find ways to solve global warming. And like the biggest goal at the moment is to keep warming under 1.5 degrees. Uh, so far, a couple of pledges have been made. One of them has been to expand the um, previously existing marine reserve uh, around the Galapagos Islands, which was 50,000 square miles, and they are adding an extra 23,000 square miles. Um, the reason it's so important is because many species of the Galapagos are endemic, which means uh, they cannot be found anywhere else in the world except the Galapagos Islands. Yeah, it's so good seeing them like um, make pledges to protect habitats and things. They've over 100 leaders have also pledged to stop and try to reverse deforestation by the end of the decade, and it's around like 4.6 billion dollars are supposed to be going into it by the end of the decade. So it is good, but Greenpeace, uh, Climate Activist Party, aren't happy with the timeline because they want it to be more immediate and like just faster progress. But the pledge is going to protect the Amazon, uh, the Congo Basin, and a huge amount of other areas. And it's also really nice they're like putting a lot of focus on indigenous groups and indigenous land and protecting that. So yeah, like not just the climate as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a like rounded um, pledge. Like I mean, there like people care, but then there's an issue with uh, Korea, 